You're listening to the Ambassador's Voice Podcast. Yeah. God bless you and welcome to the Ambassador's Voice Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Michael Pedroso. How are you today, Lady T? I'm blessed in the Lord. God bless you all and welcome back to part two of the fear of the Lord. Yes, we're going to finish off the episode that we did last week, which was the fear of the Lord. This is this would be considered part two of it. And we're just going to go ahead and get right into it to get started on our subject of discussion today. We're going to start with Second Corinthians chapter five, verse eleven. It says, knowing, therefore, the terror of the Lord, we persuade men, but we are made manifest unto God. And I trust also are made manifest in your consciences. Now, in reading this scripture, knowing the journey that Paul traveled, knowing what he had done before when Jesus was crucified with persecuting the Christians and you know, going after them and on his road to Damascus, what happened with him, with God causing him to fall off of his horse and him going blind? I can understand why he says that he knows the terror of the Lord, knowing because I know for myself, if I'm riding down the street on a horse or something going on, you know, and I can see perfectly fine and I get knocked off of my horse and all of a sudden I can't see, I'm just straight blind. And God tells me, Paul, why, why does thou persecute me? Or Michael, why does thou persecute me? You know, I, I would know, I would be afraid myself and, 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 and would definitely learn real quick to reverence an almighty God, such as the Lord and God, Jesus Christ that we serve. And King, amen. I just think that him understanding the fear of God, even from that point, it caused him to persuade others to want to live for Christ because just, I mean, just that alone and knowing all of the different other things that he went through with him being shipwrecked and all of those different things being persecuted near death experiences for the name of Christ. I know that he knows that he could have died on many different occasions, but God allowed him to come through those and come out of that. So knowing the terror, that would cause me to fear God just that much more. Amen. Very good outlook and perspective, Pastor Pedroso, about Paul. Paul definitely had an experience with God on the road to Damascus. And I definitely can see how you can interpret that that put the fear of God in Paul's mm -hmm. heart and in and in his life. And as you had said, he was blinded. You yeah. know, he was smoked yeah. with blindness and he was thrown from the horse mm -hmm. by the power and the glory of Jesus' presence being there. And I'm sure that the horse also knew that the presence of God was there as well. Yes. And I definitely can see how that fear translated into Paul 
wanting to persuade me and, and he set out to do just that yes, even if is. it yes, meant his persecution even if it meant he suffered for the name of christ but god told him that he would suffer many things for his name but then you have to also look at paul's history paul had a history of prosecuting the church prior to him having that experience with jesus on the road to damascus yeah he was not only killing the saints but he was condoning their deaths he was putting them into prisons Mm -hmm. and all sorts of things and the price that he had to pay for the name of jesus and for the gospel that was given to him it was a really great price yeah it was but i'm so glad that paul was able to endure all of what he did because he became one of the greatest pioneers in the Bible to hold the gospel, to be able to speak the gospel and to be able to have power in the gospel and with the gospel. So Mm -hmm. much so where when you read a lot about what Paul did and a lot of what he wrote to all the many churches, you know that Paul was about persuading men Yes, to fear yes. God and to give their lives to the Lord. You have to ask yourself today in our days and time in 2021, what are we doing today that translate as the fear of God in our lives where we're persuading men to surrender to Jesus? Are we doing all that we can to persuade men that there is a real hell that people are going to the Bible says it's once upon a man to die. And then the judgment. Yeah. And Paul knew, and he understood that God is loving and he's full of compassion and full of mercy. But yet there's another side of him that speaks of judgment. Yeah. And that's something Mm -hmm. that we cannot ignore. And because he knew and understood the terror and the judgment and the power and the fire of God, he moved in a way to persuade men to give their lives to Jesus. And we have to do the same thing today, saints. We have to persuade men. We have to share the gospel. We have to be as ambassadors unto the Lord yeah. taking this gospel to the four corners of the world as much as we possibly can and preach and teach that the kingdom of God is at hand and that men everywhere need to repent yeah. before God because God said that he don't wish that no man should perish, yes. but yeah. that all men would come to repentance Yes. Now, in First Samuel, chapter 12, verse 24, it says, Only fear the Lord and serve him in truth with all your heart. For consider what great things he has done for you. Now, and if I mean, just thinking about what we were just talking about with Paul, I'm sure Paul considered all the things that he has he has done for him. But what about us as believers? We have to consider all of the things that God has done for us. And I'm not just so much talking about the blessings that he's given us, but I'm talking about the situations or the times when we have possibly been in a situation where we were on our deathbed or we were we've had 
near-death experiences. I'm sure a lot of us out, even just being out in traffic, we've almost had accidents because of how people drive. You know, just different situations and different scenarios that have happened in our lives that we know that, you know, it could have gone another way. But because of the grace of God, because of the mercy of God, we he allowed us to not have to face a situation like that. You know, our situations that we may have to deal with or that we have dealt with. Some of us have not been so great as what Paul has dealt with. I believe this is why God tell us to serve him, as the scripture said, to serve him in truth with all of our heart. So if we're serving him in the word of God, the true gospel of Jesus Christ, if we're obeying the word, keeping his commandments, doing what he has instructed us to do, then he would know that we're doing it with our whole heart because we're striving every day to make sure that we are lining our lives up with his word. We're not trying to deviate. And that comes with reverence. We're reverencing God because we're taking his word and hearing his word, reading it. We're not just being a hearer of the word, but we're being a doer also of the word of God. So as being a doer also of the word of God, we're have we have it's a reverence or a respect for God that we're taking what he instructed us to do and applying it to our life and not going out and just doing however we feel like we should do and whatever we should do. But we're we're conscious. It makes us conscious as that last scripture we said that we read about where Paul talked about that he trusts that also are made manifest in our conscience. It's in our conscience that we reverence God in the things that we do because he tell us in all that we do in word or in deed, let us do it unto the Lord. So we're very conscious minded about what we do, what we say, because it's a reverence for almighty God. Amen. I totally agree with that. Yeah. Not to continue um, speaking on Paul, but one of the things that, you know, we got to understand as believers is when Paul had the experience with Jesus on the road, mm-hmm. can you imagine what he was really going through mm-hmm. internally? Yeah. I yeah. mean, his experience with God, with meeting Jesus, you have this all knowing, all powerful God showing up just on his journey to Damascus where he was going to commit more mayhem. He was going to commit more acts of putting believers and Christians in prison and mm-hmm. finding them and, and putting them into prison and so on and so on and so forth. But God and all of his power and wisdom and wisdom, he stopped Paul dead in his tracks. Yeah. And think about this for three days and three nights, Paul didn't eat. He didn't drink. He was in turmoil on the inside. Yeah. Because he had had an experience that he's never had before. And the same God that he was persecuting is the same God that loved him so much where he revealed himself to him. Yes. And when he revealed himself to him, it struck 
the fear of God into Paul's heart and into his life like never before. Yeah. yeah. Whereas before that experience, he thought that he knew God. Mm -hmm. He thought that he was so knowledgeable about the things of God so much. So where he felt like the disciples were ignorant, they were in error and they were blaspheming his God. Yes. And he wasn't going to put up with it. He wasn't going to tolerate it. And he just had to get into action, take action on behalf of his God to stop them. Yes. And to stop other believers. But when God came on the scene, when Jesus showed up on the scene, that all changed. Paul had to change his mind. He had to change his perspective. And when the word got out that the same man that persecuted the Christian, the yeah. Christians, mm -hmm. he was now preaching that same gospel that they were preaching. Yeah. And many of them were afraid and terrified of Paul because of his actions and the things that he was doing. Yeah. yeah they now were. just imagine man being terrified of another man. When God says, fear not man. Yes. But fear God, who can cast both body and soul into hell. But it is written in the scriptures where many of them feared him because of what he was doing. But Paul had an experience with Jesus where that fear was turned around on Paul. Paul now had such a fear, a terrifying fear, but also a reverential fear yes. for an almighty God. That is all powerful that he knew at that moment had the power to take his life, to stop him in his tracks and also give him life. Yes, he, he knew did. and understood that. And once we know and understand that, I believe we would be so much more powerful in our ministries. You know, I believe you are absolutely right, because it struck, I'm sure, an ultimate fear in Paul and it became because I guess he didn't think about it at first, maybe because he felt like he was all knowledgeable about the Torah and what the word said that he felt that he was doing the right thing and did not realize that he wasn't until God got his attention. And sometimes that has to happen for us as believers that God has to get our attention to restore the fear of the Lord in us for us to get it right, for us to live right, for us to walk according to the scriptures and not just play around and play church. Amen. Amen. Proverbs chapter 16, verse six, it says, by loving kindness and truth, iniquity is atoned for. And by the fear of the Lord, one keepeth away from evil. It calls Paul to fear God. Yes, because he could have destroyed him in the midst of everything that Paul was doing against Jesus and his church or yes. his bride. Yes. Yes. In which he realized at that point that he was part of that church or that bride that you're talking about. He just had a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. Yes. Now, in Proverbs chapter one, verse seven. It says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. So now let's say that this way. The reverence or respect of the Lord is the start of awareness. But one who is deficient in judgment, sense or understanding intensely dislikes 
common sense, good judgment, and direction and order. I believe that that is self-explanatory in the way that it's broken down. It really lets you know and understand another way or a deeper way of what the fear of the Lord is. It's the beginning of knowledge. And when you despise and when you intensely dislike knowledge and wisdom of what God can give you by understanding his word and knowing his word and knowing who he is. God said in his word that my people perish for lack of knowledge. So when you despise common sense, you really don't care to understand how God operates, how he works or who he is or even what the fear of the Lord is. And when you lack knowledge, you lack understanding gained through experience or study or you lack awareness of what the fear of God is. So with that being said, to summarize everything that we have been talking about with the fear of the Lord, you have to have a reverence, a respect and walk in a spirit of humility, knowing that the God that we serve has all power in his hands. He's an awesome, mighty God that he has the power to cast our body and soul into hell, knowing that tomorrow is not promised to us, that our life is but a vapor here today and gone tomorrow. We must, as a believer in Christ, reverence almighty God. We've got to have that same reverential fear that the apostles had, Peter, Paul, John, the same way that they carried themselves as men of God, we as believers in Christ have to think about that we need to carry ourselves alike. Just as we read earlier when in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, Paul said that he knew the terror of the Lord to persuade men unto God. So, that's the type of reverence and respect of God that we as believers in Christ have to have. Until next time, be blessed in Jesus name. I would like to thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it on your social media. To catch all of the latest from the Ambassador's Voice podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at Ambassador's Voice, one word. Leave a comment or question at ambassadorsvoice549 at gmail.com or listen wherever you hear your podcast. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on the Ambassador's Voice podcast. Be blessed.